Hey, this is Dusty Otis. Welcome to the Living Redefined Podcast. This is a place where we discuss modern day topics and attack them with biblical truths. The goal that we have is just to make daily decisions based on morality and integrity. I want to help you move forward in your faith, and I hope that today helps you do that. Enjoy the message. Hey, what's up, podcast listeners? Welcome back. Welcome back to the Greater Series. Uh, Last week talked about a greater you. This week, jumping into a greater country as we celebrate our freedom, our nation's birthday, our Independence Day, independence for the human race, all those who live in America are free. And so um, I think this is one of the best weekends of the year to speak. I know that everybody and their mom is out at the lake or (laughs) the beach or somewhere. And so you might be catching this late, but uh, whenever you're catching it, I'm glad that you are and, and I hope that you get something from it. And so as our country was being formed, Ben Franklin, after months of working on our structure and and everything that it was taking to essentially put a country together, he stopped all meetings and he asked a simple question. He said, why aren't we praying? Why aren't we praying? We used to pray. We were praying, but we've gotten so busy building and working that we forgot to pray. And so let us stop and let us pray. And one week later, we had a country when they included God back in the mix. We had a country. First Timothy 2, 1 through 4 uh, I were urged then to make petitions and special requests, prayers and intercessions, prayers for others, thanksgivings uh, to be offered on the behalf of all people for kings, rulers, leaders, and all who are in a, in a position of authority so that we can live a, po- a peaceful and quiet life in all godliness and dignity. It also says that in verse 3, this kind of praying is good, acceptable, and pleasing in the sight of God our Savior who wishes all people to be saved and to come to the knowledge and recognition of the divine truth, which is something we talked a lot about last week. And so if you missed that message, go back and get it. And so this morning, before we move on, I just want to take a moment and pray. This isn't political. This is celebrating the foundation of our country, the freedom that we have and, and the structure and, and the, the beliefs, the principles that our country was, was founded on in first Timothy two tells us to pray for our, for our country, for our leaders. And so we're doing that. Father, we love you. Thanks so much for an opportunity to gather up ask you to just open ears and hearts, eyes and hands, Lord, to see, hear, uh, believe, and to go, to do something with it, Lord. Let it, let it move from our head to our heart and from our heart to our feet. Let action be established in us because we gather um, online, in our cars, in a podcast, wherever we are, uh, to listen and hear the good things that you have for us. Lord, thank you for this country, for the freedom that we have. Thank you for the men and women who fight to protect us, to serve Lord, I ask that you would just guide and direct them today. Help them to sense your presence, Lord. Give them peace today. Lord, give them a sense of pride today as uh, they celebrate our country and what we were founded on. We're still fighting the same fight that we've been fighting from the beginning. And so I just thank you for them. Thank you for our president, for our leadership. Lord, I thank you for um, just giving him wisdom and guidance and how he leads, Lord, and the, and the people who are helping him, Father God, I just ask that you would cross their path and help them to know that you are real and help them to see you, Lord. Help our country be led with the thought, the mind, and the principle of in God we trust again. I love you, and I thank you, Lord, for an amazing day. Thank you for this weekend. Thank you for the freedoms that we have. Lord, I don't take it lightly, and um, I'm just grateful for, for being born in America and having the freedom to talk about you today, and I love you. It's in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, so then when the Constitutional Convention had completed its work and we had a country, Ben Franklin was asked, what have you given us? And he responded, you have a republic if you can keep it. 
And so it was. After thousands of years of false starts, wrong turns, and tyranny, man finally made a true beginning in human government. There were no more idols. There were no more state shepherds, no more kings or empires or emperors for that matter. No more unrestrained authority or state religion or mob rule. We had the American Republic. And the Republic is not a color or a candidate. It's constitutional government. And really it's self-government. A Republic is self-government, which is really nice. It's also called Commonwealth. And I loved Commonwealth so much, I want to dig into it a little bit with you. Commonwealth is an agreement of the people for the common good of the people. One in which supreme authority is vested in the people. Not a side, not an agenda, but for all people. And as we celebrate our country today, we need to see that it was not easy to get the early Americans, who were all individuals, by the way, to come to an agreement on government. You had every country from Europe represented. We had Irish and Scottish and Italian and French, and they all had their own way. And I'm just naming a few. And and the reality was, even though they were so very different and they had settled in so many different parts of our, you know, of what we were before we were a country up and down the East Coast, those people weren't going to submit to another king, period. And so they rallied in their commonality and their essential belief in God, and they fought for freedom together. Freedom was the goal. Now, there are many definitions for freedom, too many to get into, but I wanted to hit five of them for you just because it has so much to do with where we are. Freedom, the first, would be the state of being free or at liberty rather than in confinement or restraint. Freedom. The second would be exemption from external control, interference, or regulation. I love that kind of freedom. Three, the power to determine action without restraint. Love that freedom. Four, political or national independence. That's us. Free country. Five, Oh, and, and you get your choice to believe and, and vote for who you want to vote for, too, which is just freedom. Number five, personal liberty as opposed to bondage or slavery. And what I hope that you see is, two, exemption from external control or interference, and four, political or national independence. That's what our military is still fighting to protect. They protect our freedom from external control and for national independence. This is the freedom our flag stands for. It's why it flies. It's what it represents. It's it's not an agenda or a misunderstanding. When I see the flag, I, I picture our military. I picture the different branches. I see men and women, and I see every different color and every different culture from every different country. Because when you come here and you believe so much in our country and you're willing to give your life for it, it doesn't matter what you look like when you want to serve our country. I think male, female, every race. I think of my grandpa. I think of my family. We have family. Uh, in the Navy, in the Marines, I think of my friends. I think of those who still believe in who we are as America. And the agenda that our military fights for is independence from external control so we, the people here, can call America home. We have personal freedom, no matter what we look like or where we came from. Our military fight to keep and protect us. They die to protect the USA so we can be free from rule or attack from other nations. The goal when establishing our country was not that we would fight against ourselves, but those trying to take our freedom. And there's always been a power of choice, and there will always be a power of choice because this is a free country. And what, much, what makes our country great is not policy, it's people and the sacrifice of people. There are, three really great sac there are two really great sacrifices, and here's what they mean. 
One, the sacrifice of the American soldier for the American people. The U.S. military paid the price for our freedom on earth. Two, the sacrifice of Jesus for the human race. Jesus paid the price for our freedom of sin. His sacrifice paid the price for you to get in heaven. And so American soldiers pay our price for freedom on earth. Jesus paid our price for freedom in heaven. Our military gives freedom in the natural here on earth. And Jesus gives us freedom in the supernatural heaven. That's what Matthew 6 is all about. Lord, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. The one thing that the men and the women of our military have in common with Jesus is this. It's the greatest act of love that we've ever seen. It's found in John 15, 13. It says this, No one has greater love nor stronger commitment than to lay down their life for their friends. They sacrifice, our military, Jesus sacrificed for the greater good of people. Our military sacrifice for the greater good of the republic, the free. Now, God's agenda is that the human race would find its home in heaven. And what we see in those who established America believed in God the Father, the Creator. They believed He sent His Son to the earth, Jesus, to make all men, all nations, cultures, religions, the human race free. Free from sin, so they could be restored in their relationship with God and live in freedom on earth and be reunited with our Creator in heaven. That's why John 3.16 is so powerful. For God so greatly loved and dearly prized the world that he even gave his one and only son so that whosoever believes in him and trusts in him as Savior shall not perish but have eternal life. Individually through Jesus we gain freedom from our faults and eternal freedom in the afterlife, which is heaven. This is why John 14.6 important. Jesus said to him, I am the only way to God and the real truth and the real life. No one comes to the Father except through me. Ultimate freedom comes from faith in Jesus and gives you life forever. Now let's go back to the natural, the human side of things. Proverbs 29, 25 says, It's dangerous to be concerned with what others think of you, but if you trust the Lord, you are safe. You cannot blame God for the faults of men, regardless of position. They're human. You can't be concerned with what they think because it's only opinion. And the only opinion that really matters of you is the opinion that God has of you. That's it. When you deal with humanity, you deal with ugly, you deal with unfaithful, you deal with inconsistent, period. And it's always those results you're going to get when you're dealing with humanity. It's just when they will happen. Man is going to let you down every time. That's what Proverbs 29.25 says. But it says, if you trust in the Lord, you are safe. That said, human government was instituted. We have the human side of things that's, that's leading our country. Human government was instituted as a defense agency. It was a defense agency, not a system or a service that provided for you, which is number two. Human government will, is a protector, not a provider. Its laws were to be in unison with God's laws, which are the laws of nature and nature's God. That's the third point. And so then what you see in the start of America is the law of a nation was at the same time the law of God. This is found in 1 Timothy 2.2. We just prayed it earlier. We're going to tap back into it for kings and all others who are in authority that we may live a quiet and peaceful life with all reverence towards God and with proper conduct. Paraphrase, good government is the will of God. Good government is a will, is the will of God. Good government is faceless, by the way. It's not a fight between two opponents or a, a, a battle for policies. It's rooted in truth. It trusts in God, and it's for the common good of the people 
who called the country home. And what we learn in the Gospels is Jesus counseled and he taught his disciples to have balance between God's government and man's government. And he also gave us a road to restoration uh, in case we blew it. And so this is where America started. There's four things. If, if you're in a spot to take notes, great. If not, uh, you should bookmark this or chapter this at this point in the podcast. And here's what it says. The law. The first point was the law. Matthew 5, 17. Do not think I came to do away with or undo the law of Moses or the writings of the prophets. I did not come to destroy the law, but to fulfill it. Jesus came to fulfill the law. So it wasn't about a bunch of rules. It was Jesus coming, his blood being shed so that we could be made righteous and whole in God's sight and be restored to the Father and have eternity in heaven. We have power and we have authority. We have the right to freedom because Jesus came. The second thing our forefathers uh, believed was in the great commandments, Matthew 27, 30, or 22, 37 through 39. Love God with all of yourself and love others as much as you love yourself. This is the root of self-government and individual freedom under God. Love God with your whole heart, with everything you have, and love others as much as you love you. They believe this. The third thing that our forefathers believed in was the golden rule. The golden rule is found in Matthew 7, 12. So that in everything, treat others the same way that you want to treat you. You want them to treat you. For this is the essence of the writings of the rules of the prophets. You know, back to the great commandment, it finishes up in verse 40 saying, if you do these two things, if you'll love me with your whole heart and you'll love your neighbors yourself, you'll find that everything takes care of itself. And so then do what you want to be done to you. Be the change that you wish to see. This is the power that can make men free and force government to seek their actual place, to seek their actual place as an institution, as a defense agency. That's what human government was instituted for, was a defense agency. A protector, not a provider. To follow the laws of nature and, the, and nature's God, right? And so then, The, I have a quick question that I thought about when I was putting this together. If 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 we don't, if we if we don't understand this, the golden rule, and we continue to let government kind of do whatever they want to do, what happens then if we become so dependent on a system that it means we need that system to survive, to provide for us? For example, healthcare. Um, food, cell phones, the things that you need in life, the things that you need to survive. What happens when we become so dependent on them that we need that system to survive? That's not what, what government and human government was set up for, right? If that's the case, where does God fit in to that? And when do we rely on him if we're constantly relying on a system? The American dream is not dependent on a government. It's dependent upon you and those around you. The reason people flock to our country is to build the life they dream of because they have the freedom here to do so. So then, I can name names upon names of people who are building their own businesses because they can here. If you're American and you go to France to build your own business, you're not going to have much favor. You know why? Because the French take care of the French. They don't care about an American. They don't want an American coming and messing up what they have. It's the same for any country. And I'm not being ugly. That's just real. 
But here in America, you have the right and the freedom to come and do whatever you please because of the freedoms that we have in this country. And so then we don't think about the other side of it too often. We don't think about going to another country and have, and doing and getting to do what we get to do here because we're spoiled and we're numb to it. So the fourth thing our forefathers believed in was the great, the great decree. This is Matthew six thirty three. It says, as first and most importantly, seek his kingdom and his righteousness, his way of doing and being, having the attitude and character of God, and all things will be given to you as well. These four will establish order, bring balance, and make a great country. They'll make us a great country. Those four, the law, the great commandment, the golden rule, and the great decree. And you'll say, well, that sounds pretty simple. Sure is. Don't you hate how men get in the way? <laughs> so then what are we missing? What are we missing? If there were if there were some, you know, honorable mentions or what are we missing? There are two things that we're missing. They're really huge. The law of love and the covering. The law of love is found in uh, 1 Corinthians 13. You've heard this before, but let me paraphrase it for you. I'm going to paraphrase the whole chapter here in about two sentences. Without love, words are meaningless. Without love, actions are empty. If we don't love others, we bring no value. Love is loyal. Love is just. Love believes. Love wins. Love covers everything. It is the greatest. No greater love than a man have than to lay down his life for his friends. Love covers everything. There's no greater love than that. The second is the covering. You find in Ephesians 6, verses 10 through 18. I'm going to paraphrase again. It says, Be strong, stand against evil, for our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but of against rulers and, and principalities and things of a dark world and against spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realm. Stay connected to God. Stay connected to God and remain in the Lord so that you can stand strong and overcome. Lastly, do not forget to pray and keep praying. Keep praying. Here's why. Why was our country founded on these six things? It's really four. We're going to throw the law of love and the covering in there, even though the great commandment and the golden rule speak only of love. But why was our country founded on it? Why do we live this way? You see, in Matthew 5.19, Jesus says, Whoever practices and teaches these commands will be called great in the kingdom of heaven. This is your freedom in the supernatural. Why? Because 1 John 2.17 says, The world and its desires are going to pass away, but whoever does the will of God will live forever. America began on principles and ideas of what is. Of what is. So how do we get back to that? And we're wrapping up here. How do we get back to that? What is our part in a greater country? I'm so glad that, that you asked. <laughs> honor one another. Number one, honor one another. It's Romans 12, 9 and 10. Love must be without hypocrisy. Detest evil. Cling to what is good. Show family affection to one another with brotherly love. Honor one another above yourselves. Honor one another. Number two. It's found in 1 Peter 2.17. Honor everyone else. Here's what it says. Pretty simple. Honor everyone. Love believers. Reverence God. Respect your authorities. Honor everyone else. Number three, this is why we honor. We teach honor in our house. We're this, it's the number one thing to do. Right under love, of course. <laughs> uh, number three, honor yourself. 1 Thessalonians 4.4. 4. Each of you know how to possess yourself by practicing self-control with holiness and honor. Honor yourself. And then number four, honor God. 
honor God the Father, Jesus the Son. We believe that, that there is a Godhead three in one. God the Father, Jesus the Son, the Holy Spirit. And so then John 5.23 says, All should honor the Son just as they honor the Father. He who does not honor the Son does not honor the Father who sent him. And so then how can we honor today? Thank God for Jesus. Thank God for our soldiers. Thank God for our country. Thank God for the men and women who call this place home. Look through a different shade of a lens. Listen with a different tone. Listen for a different tone. But thank God. Give thanks to God. Second thing, a little more practical, is you can wear red, white, and blue. Represent who we are. Represent who we are. Third thing you do is if you see someone in uniform, say thank you. Say thank you. The reality is you can do all three of these every single day. This is still the greatest country on the planet. By far. I don't care who says what or what meme you saw yesterday. We have it really good. God never intended for us to be fighting amongst ourselves. The freedom we have should be used to show other people who Jesus is. We can only do that when we walk in truth and believe who he says he is. And so then don't miss that today. Walk in honor. Don't forget the law. Jesus came to fulfill the law. The great commandment, love God with all of your heart and love your neighbors yourself. The golden rule, love others, treat others as you want to be treated. It, it matches right up with the great command. And then the decree, seek first the kingdom of God and all these things will be added to you. Everything will be added to you if you'll put God first. You and God together, nothing can stop you. So the gates of hell won't prevail against you because he calls you the church. Let's pray. Father, I love you. Thanks so much for today. Thanks for allowing us to get together and talk a little bit about America, who we are, how we were founded, what we're founded on. Thank you, Lord, for the truth, for the principles that we were founded on. Lord, I thank you that they would become real and alive again today, right now, in the hearts of your people. Thanks that we move forward today with a greater belief and understanding of who we are, who you called us to be, and how great it is to be Americans. I love you for an awesome day. Keep people safe as they go out today and tomorrow and celebrate the holiday, Lord. I ask that they would be reminded of you, your goodness, your faithfulness, and the sacrifice of the men and women who serve our country. I'm so grateful. Thank you for an awesome time again today. It's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Now, if you need to pray a prayer of salvation, you need to get back in relationship or right standing with God, I would love to pray with you. Please email me, Dusty at DustyOtis.com. If today's message spoke to you, you know somebody who needs to hear it, I would just ask you to share it. Send it on. Send it to somebody else who you know needs to hear it. This is the way the gospel goes forward. It's not me sitting down and recording a message. It's you sharing the message that allows it to go, that gives it life. And the other thing that gives us life is those of you who support us. And so if you partner with us and, and support our ministry, I cannot say thank you enough. Malachi 3.10 says, test me in this. God says, bring the whole tithe. And see if I don't pour out a blessing upon you that you can't comprehend. Test me in this, says the Lord. And see if I don't cause abundance and overflow and increase in your house. And so if you support us financially, thank you so much. There's a link in the bio of our podcast. You can click that. And I would love to have you as a partner on board with us as we continue to share the gospel. So I appreciate you. Next week, we're going to be talking about greater faith. Now I'm going to pray a dismissal over you. It's kind of a blessing, not a dismissal. I pray the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the glorious Father, would give you a spirit of wisdom and revelation and the knowledge of Him. I pray the perception of your mind may be enlightened so that you would know it is the hope of His calling and His purpose for you and the great things that He has in store for you. So thankful for you. Thanks for being here. Go out, be safe. Have a great fourth. See ya. 
Thank you so much for joining me today. A huge thanks to those of you who support our ministry. You make what we get to do in Michigan, Oklahoma, Texas, and Colorado possible with those weekly outreaches to our hospital heroes and public service men and women. It's a big deal to get to do that and to support the people who are caring for our communities. So go ahead and click the link in the description to become a partner, or you can visit livefreedefined.com and click the giving link. If you enjoyed the podcast, please take a minute to like and subscribe or share it with a friend. Thanks again for being here today. God bless you.